Hello, I'm Luke. Hiya, I'm Dave, and welcome to the Unbelievable Meat podcast. Um, first one for a while. We've both mm. been pretty busy. Luke, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Just a uh, bit of time off work, kids' birthdays and stuff like that. So, you know, the general sort of uh, stuff. Uh, how about you, mate? You all right? Yeah, fine. Life's pretty busy. I'm having to move next month, so... Oh. a lot on hence hence why there's been no no meat for a few weeks but yeah. in traditional form i thought we'd kick off with an 11 i recently right. have been back in the office for one or two days so i thought mm. why not kick things off with an office 11 right okay <clears throat> so we're we gonna go can we use brand names like you know yeah 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 i think that's fine all right um only reason I, I ask that is because I've got one in mind. Uh, the old printer company, Xerox. I've gone for Xeroxy Santa Cruz. Yeah, that, I like uh, it. I like it. Yeah. I think Xerox might have sponsored Wimbledon at one point. Probably. Probably. I've heard that they're really hard to get out of uh, contracts. If you enter a contract into them, you just basically you've got the printer for, for life. You can't get out of the contract. You heard it here first, Xerox, ruthless. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, one thing I had to do the other day and uh, also uh, another Spurs link as we often have in these 11s. I'm going with Freddy Commute. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got? I'm thinking Desk Fabregas. Yeah, very good, very versatile. Yeah. Um, we're talking about printers and on the, the paper theme i was thinking of scan it jacker scan it jacker yeah that's a good one um sticking with paper i'm gonna go for between the sticks mate paper paper right rainer paper rainer yeah we can make in the first choice and then a subkeeper can be a brief casey keller <laughs> Yeah, that works, mate. You always need a briefcase. You know, if you're uh, heading into the office, briefcase is essential, isn't it? Um, I think, I'm trying to think now, what else we can have? Is, would, is this going to work, right? So I'm thinking Mark Overtime, not Over Mars, Mark Overtime. Are you going to have that? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's fine. Or Gabrielle Overtime. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's better. Gabriel get get yeah, them in together. Better. All get I'm thinking of today is keepers because I've got John Filing. <laughs> yeah, that works, doesn't it? Uh, I'll, I'm going to throw a little another keeper into the mixer. You can have, we, we've already got a desk, but you can never have too many desks. You can have Pavel Cerner desk. Yeah, you can. You can. Pavel Cernacek. He used to play for. Like did he used to play for Newcastle? He did. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh. he passed away the other year, actually. Oh, R. did he? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I believe so. Pavel yeah. Cernacek. Um, on the the note of printers, uh, former Ajax defender Aaron Printer. Yeah, Aaron Winter, that works. I think. Just about. <laughs> that works. Um, for a manager. I'm going to go for Jürgen Photocloppier. Very good. Very good. 
Um, for the team, I was thinking more kind of a rank of person you get in in the office, or a so it's a bit tenuous. But I'm going to go with intern Milan. Yeah, that works. Intern Milan. Every office has an intern at some point. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I think <clears throat> it's pretty. Uh, apart from that, it would be pretty impossible, wouldn't it, to get any other sort of team name. Office I was, yeah, I mean, I, I would have think otherwise spent like a whole whole afternoon of work being like, hmm, where, <laughs> where does Stapler fit in a club? You can have Frank yeah. Stapleton, uh, yeah. obviously not as a club, um, but yeah, as a, yeah, he keeps the, uh, get him in, uh, yeah. The team together, I'm trying to think of a better bit of phrasing, but I can't. You could, you could have, um, as well, Raul, Raul Box. Yeah. Yeah, you that can. Works, it? Like him. <laughs> and what do you sometimes need to get access to the office? You need a Lanyard Donovan. Yeah, that works. Lanyard Donovan up front. I think he was, uh, I don't know, I think he was like the MLS all-time leading goal scorer for ages. One of them. He was married to that. She called Bianca Kalic, who was on uh, the Rules of Engagement, the kind of forgettable American sitcom. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's certainly done well for himself. The MLS is well weird because there's a player. I don't know if if he retired recently, but he's still... He was sort of still playing up until recently. If if he isn't still playing now, right? He plays for San Jose Earthquakes. He's called Chris Wondolowski, and uh, I think he he is the all-time leading MLS goal scorer, or he was. And he's got an insane amount of goals. But he's he's still like he was still playing. He's, I think he played since the MLS started. Like he's just been there. Oh, really, he, he that's incredible. Like, yeah, he's he's been playing for like forever. And he, I think he's like late, I don't know, I want to say late late 30s, early 40s now. I'm not sure how, how old he is, but I know he's like, you know, old for footballer standards. There's, but, a, uh, guy in, yeah. there's a guy in Japan who's now playing in the second tier. I've forgotten his name, but he's signed oh, a contract with someone at the age of like 36 and then ended up being there for like 12 years. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I can't remember who it was now, but he played on, I think, it's not, because um, I'm pretty sure in Japan. I'm going to have a got, look now. Uh, I, I know you're talking live about. breaking news. Go on, this is, yeah, live, coming to you from. I'm Leeds. just Googling Actually. now, uh, Japan, very old footballer. Oh, um, just come up with the oldest man, wasn't it? That old bloke in Japan who says he's too old. Is the dude? Ah, yeah, Kazuyoshi Miura. That's he's it. Still going. Oh, he's playing in the top flight, no less. Yeah. And yeah, he, is he, 50, he for... is wait, mate, he is fifty-three years old. Fucking hell. He made God, his what? debut. He <laughs> made his debut in nineteen eighty-six. Jesus. What uh this man what was playing play football uh, right now, uh, Yokohama FC. I've been to their stadium actually. Yeah, they're a good they're a decent side as well. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, doesn't uh, Shinsuke Nakamura still play, or did he retire recently? I know he played out in Japan until he was really old as well. I think he was quite he old at Celtic, wasn't he? Sure. 
Oh, I'm just looking now. He is also playing for Yokohama FC and he's 42. What, Shinji Nakamura? Yeah, they're, so they're both at the same Jesus. club. I don't know. I don't know if they've got like some sort of like pension scheme <laughs> that is fantastic. Retirement FC. Yeah, what what a team! A forty-two-year-old and a fifty-three-year-old midfielder <laughs> in the same top-flight team. Brilliant. I like, yeah, because mm. I, 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 I'm pretty sure um, like Nakamura when he was at Celtic, I think he was pretty old there as well. People don't realise he was like. I don't know. I, I want to say like late, like late late twenties, like you know, twilight of what you'd assume is twilight of his career. So how old do you make, have? Making me, he's forty-two now. You're making me wonder if I'll ever get my big break. Well, yeah. you know, I, maybe, I always maybe think maybe in the J League, maybe in the J League. I've still got another reckon, ten years yeah. to get fit and join your J League yeah, some sort of like Southeast Asian league. You're probably getting get a few games out there. The horn, trying out horn bills, mate. You play for yeah. them, couldn't you? Out in Thailand. I, uh, yeah. So I think if he's forty odd now, yeah, he must have been like thirty, early thirties when he was playing for Celtic, which is people don't realise that. I remember him scoring that free kick against United. And yeah. that would have been about 2006. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, late 20s, late 20s, probably early 30s. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I, I, I know what you're thinking, though, like getting your break. I, um, I mean, I'm 30 next week, but up until Same. the age of about, I oh, know it's scary, isn't it? But up until the age of about 20, 28, I used to still, still used to tell myself, you, still, you can still do it. Ian Wright. Ian Wright didn't turn professional till he was like, how old was he? 28, 20? He was old, wasn't he? He was, he was, he was, in, he was he definitely was, well into his 20s. And yeah, 26 Vardy maybe. was like 26 or something. Yeah, so. Yeah. I just keep thinking, you still, you could still do it. Just get down the gym the or you'll be fine. Practice <laughs> yeah, your free kicks in the, the back garden. I, I, I realise there is no chance when I'm just like sweating, walking back from the co-op the beer that I was drinking the night before pouring out of my, my body. You know, I mean, that was basically yeah. a training regime in the 80s. What, uh, getting pissed and then walking back from the co-op? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> more, more or less. Um, and maybe yeah, doing a few laps around the cones as well. Good stuff. Good, uh, yeah, more Yokohama uh, FC chat than I'd expected. Well, you can never have too much, can you? I often say this. Um, <laughs> let's move on to a completely different theme, which is this week's quiz, Luke. Oh, yeah. So, Go on, I'm looking it's, forward uh, to this. It's true crime related. So you have seven, seven serial yeah. killer nicknames, but some of them yeah. are real, and some of them are complete bollocks that I made up about 10 minutes ago. Oh, I remember you what saying you that. What you have to I do you is... About this. Yep. You have to separate the fact from the bullshit. To uh, paraphrase what I like you. <laughs> so, the week from the chaff. We'll start with Nanny Doss. Is she known as the Giggling Granny? Ah, oh, yeah. I, I know this one because uh, I accidentally found it on Facebook, didn't I? Okay. I sent you, uh, I sent you a thing. I said, oh, uh, but you didn't let on. You didn't let on that you was going to do it, I hoping that I might forget about it. But, um, 
yeah, I remember this. I, I've got a follow. I think it's a page I follow on Facebook called like Untold History or something. And it came up the giggling granny, and I thought, oh, Dave will love that. It's, it's, it's good. It's great. It's a good nickname. Yeah. Yeah, the giggling granny. It's kind of, uh, I only really skim read what she got up to, but it's a bit weird, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> personally think that the giggling is the most, I wouldn't no, say that was her most defining feature, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, that's like saying, got... uh, you know, Fred West's known as the, the friendly builder or something, I don't know. <laughs> Top Tyler. Uh, then yeah. you've got... Dennis Rader, was he known as the bumhole burglar? <laughs> That's got to be fake. That's yes. got to be fake. That's <laughs> fake. <laughs> I really um, wanted that to be real. You've got Dennis Nielsen. Is he known as the kindly killer? Uh, I reckon that's true. It is true. It's, yeah, I knew it would be because it sounds like one of those like weird pet names that they give serial killers. Oh yeah, he's would you say it killer. sounds more real than the <laughs> bumhole burglar? Uh, I don't know. It, it definitely sounds more real than Horsecock, Alabama. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh, what a place. Um, then you've got you've got Gary Ridgway. Was he known as the Mustache Monster? Uh, yeah, I want that to be real. I want it to be real, so I'm going to say it's real. He was not. He was known as the oh. Green River Killer. I believe oh. he is or was America's most prolific serial killer. Really? Indeed. The mustache monster. Well, that's what he's going to be known but as. He, yeah, from now on. You've got Paul Michael Stephanie, a man with three first names. Was he known as the Weepy-Voiced Killer? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I reckon he was. That is legitimate. Imagine, (laughs) imagine, yeah, imagine doing all those terrible things and wanting to be feared and all that everyone knows you for is having a weepy voice. I'm going to kill you. Then you've got David Berkowitz. He's a famous uh, New York serial killer. Was he known as the picnic pervert? The picnic pervert. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's not eyeing up your jam sandwiches. He's looking at your tits. Um, yeah, go on. I want that to be real as well. I'm afraid not. He was known as the son oh. of Sam, which is a very famous case. Son of Sandwich. Son of Sandwich, good. Picnic pervert <laughs> also just reminded me of. Um, do you remember a website known as a Big Sausage Pizza? <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember it. I've, yeah, it's left, when I was thinking of kind of left food, scars. food and Unbeat. perversion for the uninitiated. This was a was popular in, I would say, about the late two thousands. <laughs> would you say it? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was um, mid mid to late two thousands. It was definitely yeah, it was, that was um, its peak, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd I'd say it was, was when um, there was less less sort of health and safety involved. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know whether it helped or hindered the pizza industry, but for the uninitiated, basically it was a I scene reckon, where... 
Domino's definitely had a spike in applications for delivery drivers around then. Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, if, if you're not familiar with big sausage pizza, basically a man put his manhood through a pizza that had been ordered, uh, or yeah. sometimes not ordered. Sometimes it's like, they're like, oh, we've just brought you a pizza. Um, and just then the big, the big sausage was part of his anatomy and it was usually yeah. uh, usually well greeted and uh yeah e- e- extra pepperoni with every pizza and extra toppings you have one last uh, nickname got Go edmund kemper was he known as the chubby cannibal <laughs> oh i've just imagined him having the nickname as the chubby cannibal and big sausage pizza turning up to his uh, to his house, yeah, I reckon that's real. That I'm afraid it's not. Uh, oh. He was known as the co-ed killer. Um, co-ed so you killer. managed four out of seven, but you oh, you did not bad, fall for the bumhole bird lap, which I was hoping you would. So oh, oh. this didn't happen. <laughs> right. Luke, do you have any any news or weirdness this week to report? Um, yeah, I have actually. There's a few things that I saw. I'm going to try and have a look because I've got them saved in various places. I've got <clears throat> just basically weird news that I've seen over the course of the week. And I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. So I like it. the idea that you have like a bookmark folder for all this stuff. And that your missus would like check your phone and be like, why have you got like eight stories about like bar fights in Wrexham? It's a difficult thing to explain. Yeah, what's this? Sto- yeah, what's this? What's this you've got here about um, uh, a reenactment man stabs wife outside of pub in Maidstone? £19.99 a month for big sausage pizza. What's this? Is it? No, I have no, uh... no idea, mate. No idea. Oh, I was going to say, it's a bargain. I'll cancel my Netflix and get that. <laughs> <I think>. uh, <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. I've gone, I've gone right back. All I can find is chip, chip-related uh, robberies from last week. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about those. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. Right, have you got... Uh, do you ever get adverts for Wish come up? on like Facebook, you know, that cheap No, I don't really, but quite a lot of people seem to get like targeted with Uh, just like random stuff stuff, like. Yeah, it suggests weird stuff to you, right? And uh, every time it, it, like occasionally it suggests to me like um, some little little pouch that you put over your knob and bollocks. And uh, I showed it to my missus and she goes, no, it's, they definitely, show you stuff based on your search history and i was like no there's no way it's not possible that that comes up i've not looked for a pair of arses chaps online but that's i was picturing from a pouch i was picturing more like do you remember in scrubs where todd has that big um wardrobe just full of banana hammocks yeah it's basically it looked like that it was like a strapless banana hammock this was uh, but wow. it shows you other stuff like, uh, like I say, Arsters chaps, um, just like bags, like see-through bags with uh, pills in it. 
and they, they don't tell you what they are. It's just that is it. And it's like, what you know, what is that? What are they selling there? It's it's, it's well like budget. a sort of it's like a a very very CD raffle. <laughs> Do you remember when you it's, used to do like dodgy. a tom a tombola and you never knew? It's basically like a tombola for perverts. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. It, it was strange, but it 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 came up the other day, and they've got this like machine, and like the the the, the depiction on it has got like a, a sort of like a. Right after a couple of minor audio issues at one end of a HQ or the other. <laughs> um, we're back, uh, Luke. Yeah. Wanna wanna continue on your wish related? Uh, yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. So there was a there's a an advert for a machine that they've got on there, and it's got like a depicting sort of airflow, like a Dyson, and it just says there's no other um, like context to what it is. It just says gland sucker. And that's it. I want it. <laughs> Probably costs about three quid. Uh, guaranteed to rip your cock off, I reckon, from China. Um, I reckon that's going to end up being like a Sunday sport story. Yeah, gland Wish. sucker from Wish. Wish gland sucker. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, destroyed my balance while Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf watch. Yeah, um, yeah. Whilst, whilst, yeah, whilst Andy Royal Thompson, uh, dwarf lookalike, was devoured by badger in corner of room. I showed some of the guys at work a while back the Louis Van Hal sex dwarf shagged my wife story, um, <laughs> and they were they were big big fans of it. Oh, brilliant! There's a thing um, like the sport in America called the National Enquirer. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a bloke I used to work with, uh, he used to go out to Tennessee to visit his in-laws. And he brought back a couple of uh, copies and just left them on the tea room, you know, on the table in the tea room. And uh, they perfectly fit in amongst those sort of That's Life, uh, Take a Break style magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the utter bollocks that they've got printed in them. Um, there was, there was one uh, fairly recently that I think it was in like a in an episode of Viz, and it was just like a mock one that someone had made up, and the the headlines in that you could just imagine would be easily put into like uh, you know that's life or whatever they call it. And, you know, just some of the shit in there, like when it goes like a uh, cheating love rat husband bummed mum whilst I was in labour or something like that. I mean, just, we've, all, we've all been there. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah I say. mean, it's believable. That's why people read it. It's totally believable, but, you know. Have <laughs> you ever bummed anyone while a relative was in labour? Uh, no, couldn't quite honestly say no. That's definitely not happened. Um, what about yourself? Not yet, but I mean, we're both what turning 30. I mean, we've got plenty of time to, yeah, to, time, to suppose, take yeah. off all these time. kind of uh, 
Sunday's four milestones. Yeah, well, I've got the popping candy ready to put under my foreskin when we stop recording, mate. So, uh, you know. You heard it here first. <laughs> there's, 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 there's one that I'm going to tick off the, the bucket list already. So, yeah. Um, oh, that's a, that's another thing, mate. Like, talking of, like, wish adverts, right? There's someone on uh, Facebook locally and uh, on the marketplace there, he's selling, just, he's just got it labelled as screwdriver. And oh, really? he's taking a picture. He's taking a picture of a screwdriver. He's listed it for 60 quid. Um, and he's put it underneath about eight packets of 20 fags. So it's obvious that he's just selling fags. Yeah, or maybe... He's just listed this. Just listed this. Maybe they're a very, very difficult brand of cigarettes to open the box. So you need a screwdriver to get them open. Need a screwdriver, screwdriver to open them, yeah. Could yeah. be that, mate. Could be that. You know, it's quite possible. Um, have you come across any sort of weird news at all? No, not really. It's... Um... To be honest, and this isn't a very exciting answer for podcasting, life has just been really busy recently, so I've, I've kind of taken <laughs> my, my eye off the news a bit. I'm sure there has been, been plenty yeah. of unusual stuff happening that we can, can go back to in a future episode, but no, oh, yeah. there's been a disappointing lack of weirdness here recently. Yeah, it has been a bit like that. I mean, it's just been sort of like a fairly plain week. I've been been to like... A uh, couple of different places with the kids and stuff. We went to a place yesterday, which was just like, um, I suppose the only way to describe it is like a petting, like a petting zoo. Sort of, All right. you know, you go there and you stroke, pig, stroke pigs and shit like that. Um, but about halfway through the day, they just had a really annoying bloke get in the middle you know, he's a member of staff, he's paid to do it. It wasn't just a random bloke. But uh, a really annoying bloke just get in the middle and start, like, juggling and shit and uh, being really noisy. And I just thought, there's, like, loads of animals around that are, like... Oh, they, they love that, don't they? Cows really juggling. Yeah, they're they, like, they like watching yeah. They like watching twats juggle, yeah. The the big, uh, they love any, any kind of sort of magic... Huge, huge David Blaine yeah. fans, yeah. They was, they, was, they was just waiting for one of the mums to be cut in half. Uh, they couldn't wait for that. But, um, yeah, the, the, thing, the thing is, right, is the bloke that was doing it, he had, like, the worst name for an entertainer ever. He was just called Mr. Phil. That's it. It's like if... Dr. Phil dropped out after his GCSEs. Yeah, just just Mr. Phil. Yeah, just Mr. Phil. Yeah, Professor. Just yeah, yeah. He's he's not made it to doctor. Although you do become a Mister after a doctor. Did you know that? I didn't. If you're a medical doctor, I'm sure I've got this right, but I've heard it somewhere, sort of around and about, I'm pretty sure that if you're, you're a doctor 
And then if you become like a senior in your specialised field, you become a mister. So you'd become like or... Mister Doctor Mister. No, no, no. You just become a. You just become known as become... Mister. You know, like okay. people would say, like I don't know, Doctor Smith. Instead, they go, but they make sure that they say it at the start. So, like anyone else would just say your first name. So, if you're like bottom of the pile, like anyone else, you just say like uh, like Luke or whatever. And then, if it was like you're a doctor, they everyone calls you by like Doctor Smith. And then, if you're a Mister, everyone they you sort of have to say. You don't have to say it, but like people say it. So that you know you're talking about. They say like Mister Smith. Surgeon or, or, or Mr. Bond, obviously yeah, Mr. He was, Bond. Uh, after he yeah. after he did his uh, it's like a higher level surgery course. He, uh, yeah, he went back to being he, a he Mr. went on. He specialised in spy. Yeah, very much. So. Him, I yeah. can I go back to a very important question I didn't have the chance to ask a minute ago, which is if you were a children's entertainer, specifically one who juggled at a petting zoo what would your stage name be uh oh i don't know actually I'm trying to think i think i'd go with captain cowbell captain cowbell yeah that's good yeah uh i reckon i'd go with like a play on the goats i'd be like billy the kid Something like that. Oh yeah, that's yeah, decent. Might go over <laughs> the head if they're all yeah, that probably. Four. Yeah, but it's, probably. It's still nice. It's still nice. It's yeah. one for the adults, like when yeah. they used to have like a smart joke on every episode of Rugrats. Yeah. <laughs> um, not weird news, but actually the other week, um, my downstairs neighbour ran out into the street to uh, pass his wife something through the car window while wearing only a pair of pants. Oh, brilliant. And I was just just got up and about with just making a cup of tea. And I think as soon as you I was started. up fairly early. I, I think he thought that it was early enough that anybody who was awake wouldn't have the curtains open yet. But brilliant. He was wrong. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I think you know, sometimes you just gotta be uh comfortable with it. I, I've got I've got no issue with that. I've put the bins out before in just my pants. And uh I just think that I'm putting the bins out. So what? I think not, I got... think bins is one thing. I think standing in the middle of the road is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't. What he didn't mention was he had a big hole in the arse of them. <laughs> he'd uh, he'd uh, a special pants for up which. Yeah, yeah, chap, chaps, yeah, arseless, arseless wife fronts brought off of wish. But um, yeah, I mean, we're a bit, we've been a bit sort of normal this week, haven't we? We haven't really nothing weird. Yeah, disappointingly so. Um, I think come across our way. It's it's very uh, difficult to envisage from listening to this podcast, but sometimes we both actually act like adults. And I yeah, think this yeah. this week we've uh, unfortunately had adults. to do some of that. Yeah. Yeah, we've had to be adults, unfortunately, and uh, that means that you know when we're acting like adults funny weird shit doesn't happen to us i know in a way it sort of does but just through our sort of like 
observations, I suppose. I mean... Yeah, I mean, we made time. I sent you a picture earlier today of uh, a Furby's head photoshopped onto Alan Furbishly. Yeah. Alan Furbishly. Brilliant. So that was oh, that's what's the gonna better things I've done this week. Weird, well, it's not weird news, but did you see that in the news about that uh, governor in America or whatever he was when Trump was visiting Louisiana? Oh, the governor socks. Yeah, and he showed him yeah, those socks with the little, uh, little twist of hair, hair coming off them. Yeah, that <laughs> lovely stuff. Lovely Trump's stuff. just thinking, what the fuck? What's, what is, who is this guy? But, uh, yeah, I thought that was brilliant because I'm pretty sure that area that he's in is like pretty pro-Trump. I might be wrong. Oh, it's going to be, I would but, imagine Louisiana is very... Yeah, down those south, areas. I'd imagine it's pretty Republican. Maybe yeah. for the next episode, I'll get some socks made with your face on. Yeah. Why not? I actually, when I was about 17, I one of, probably one of the funnier things I've done, I went to a fancy dress birthday party dressed as one of my other mates. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, kind of homage. I mean, that uh, is... And uh... we were of kind of similar, similar height and build as well, so it worked quite well. Ah, oh, so you, you didn't change went, has it? I let him know beforehand and borrowed some of his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I've, uh, I think the laziest fancy dress party I've ever been to was when I was younger and I just I really didn't want to do fancy dress. And it was a Halloween one. So uh, I just put an orange T-shirt on. I went, yeah, pumpkin. Good. That's it. Yeah. I, like, oh. I've, I've just remembered quite a good fancy dress story, which is... Um, and to a family friend's um, 50th a while back, and his birthday is May the 4th. So obviously they had a Star Wars theme party. Brilliant. And one of the lads who's a big United fan as well was over from where he lives in Sweden. And yeah. he basically had had, he was going to go buy a costume in Manchester at like Athletes Palace or somewhere. Somewhere they've got like comic book stuff, but couldn't be bothered yeah. doing. So he ended up making a basically a Star Wars costume out of tin foil. And there's another guy Brilliant. there who spent like a week working on like a Darth Vader costume in his garage. And when they had the vote for the winning costume, it was just this lad Cowan who'd basically was just wearing just tin foil wrapped around himself. And he Aww. got all the votes for best costume. And this guy, Brilliant. bless him, he'd spent about a week putting something really elaborate together. Oh, but he was garage, well lost, lost out. He was fuming. But it's such an, I think that's such an English thing. To oh, like, yeah. To ironically just love stuff that is complete crap. Yeah, rather than liking the knobhead who's spent Anything ages. that is actually like, Involves talent or hard work. Yeah, it's like it's like we're too embarrassed to admit that we like something, so we just instantly go with the sort of like satirical piss take but version. I, but I do kind of like that anyway. I just I quite like stuff that's naff and stuff that's shit. Yeah, and we we've talked about this before as well, like stuff like Holiday Showdown. <laughs> like sometimes sometimes I just rather like watch Holiday Showdown than like yeah. The Wire. Or the oh, Sopranos, because yeah. it's just yeah. It's holiday Sometimes showdown. Just want a binge on like Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares or something awful like that. Or Paul Burrell's Australian Princess, maybe. Yeah, not. yeah, maybe not. But that's, that is still worth a watch, isn't it? 
<laughs> oh, excellent. Talking of watch, have you been watching or reading anything interesting lately? Uh, oh, yeah, I've just finished watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. That's, uh, that is, it's been out for a while now, but it's a really good series. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I'm not at all aware. Oh, well, if you can get on Prime, definitely watch it. It's, it's basically about a group of sort of like superheroes that are set in, they're sort of like made to be like celebrities and they're a company. They've been like, they're like a privatized company. So they've got like a management team making sure that they trend on Twitter and stuff like that. And basically they're trying to get it. Yeah, it's good. They're trying to get it so that they can serve in the US military. Um, Ah. But then there's like a group of sort of other people that are against, not against them, but for one, one reason or another, I've got like a, a vendetta against these sort of seven superheroes and they're trying to bring them down and uh, it just goes from there. I think there's about eight episodes in the first season Um, and that's really, it's just a really good watch and I watched that after finishing the second series of Umbrella Academy, which another another really good series if anyone's seen that or if you've seen that. I don't know if you've seen it at all. I have not. But that is another really, really good, well, I say really, really good. It is if you like that sort of stuff, which I do. Basically, it's just a family of, again, people with sort of unique powers. There's only, I think, again, possibly seven of them. Um, but there are more. It was basically on one set day, thousands of women around the world all just spontaneously gave birth. And all of these babies have got like a superpower. And uh, I, the... I think Peter Stringfellow made that happen once as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He done that. It, that happened in Spearmint Rhino. I think he got to the yeah. top, let off some sort of like uh, sonar sound, and it just triggered every single woman in the world. And uh, yeah, with these cosmos hair. Rays. That's how the baby. That's how the baby boom happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you about uh, Stringfellow, where the name comes from. In the medieval yeah. times, it was the uh, it was the person who used to make the strings for the bows, bow and arrows. So you know, back in the day, mate, he was uh, he was arming arming the armies, and then you know, servicing Late. the men at arms. Later, he was uh, adding many more strings to his bow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, excellent. But yeah, besides that, mate, I haven't really got, I'm sort of strapped for content this week because it's been a pretty, like you say, a normal adult week. So have you got anything else you want to add, mate? Or That's a major. Any plans for the weekend? Uh, I'm going to have a bonfire tomorrow night if it doesn't rain, I think. Lovely. That's about it. What about you, mate? Uh, well, tomorrow I am going to watch a pre-season friendly uh, with one of my mates. Tomorrow is also my uh, my one year anniversary of uh, being being an honorary duchy. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, year tomorrow since out, I moved here. So go and watch a bit of football and then uh, uh, relax in the evening with a bit of Edam and uh, some Amstel. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, 
Yes, why not, mate? Pretty much the plan. Baby Bell and a joint. The Dutch. uh, (laughs) The Dutch. Wow. That's uh... (laughs) I've no, I've no idea whether it's probably like a, a night out in Runcorn or something. Yeah, or you know, I mean, that is what most I've, people I've, I've think. I've told of. the story on here before about the half rat baby bell. Yeah, so I, won't, yeah. I won't tell it again. But if you haven't heard that story, I think we covered it in it, probably episode three, whichever yeah, episode like where that. we covered dodgy buffets. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Was that the one with? Uh, was that the one with the? Uh, what was it? Carbonara sushi or something like that yes indeed <laughs> yeah uh, tomorrow the game i go to is in a place called brooklyn which is about 10 minutes on the train from here and fun fact brooklyn yes. is where they named brooklyn in new york after oh cool so yeah brooklyn yeah, I know is this, the, uh, the american so it was obviously new york was new amsterdam but yeah, yeah that's the, uh, it, yeah. the americanized version of brooklyn Nice. I think that's where like Harlem and that's got its name as well. Yeah, Harlem is well. Yeah, is from Harlem near Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought it off the Dutch, didn't we? I think so. A couple of quid worked out well, yeah. didn't it? There, Good there, there's still still fuming over here. Thank yeah. Paid um, <laughs> um... for, mate. Fair and square. Can't argue with that. Uh, uh, right, but, yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think that's your lot for tonight, Luke. Thanks yeah. very much, and enjoy the rest of your right, evening. Mate. Yeah, you and too, mate. Have a good one. If you listened, thank okay. you very much. Hope you enjoyed it, yeah. and uh, yeah, as we say here, tatines. Yeah, ta-ta. <laughs>